Welcome to Lacomet. Today we are going to see about pulmonary embolism. Pulmonary embolism occurs when the thrombi gets lodged in the artery in the lung, blocking the blood flow to the part of the lung. The most common source of the thrombi is deep vein thrombosis and other rare sources are septic emboli, tumor, fat following fracture of long bones, air and amniotic fluid which may enter the mother circulation following delivery. Next let's see about the risk factors. The most common risk factor is genetic that is factor 5 leading mutation. protein C and protein S deficiency and antithrombin 3 deficiency other risk factors include malignancies like adenocarcinomas membranous nephropathy copd congestive heart failure and surgery with immobilization for more than 4 days next let's see about the types there are two types mainly those are massive and submassive pulmonary embolism pulmonary embolism is said to be massive when there is pulmonary embolism with sustained hypotension or profound bradycardia And submassive pulmonary embolism is when there is pulmonary embolism without shock. In submassive pulmonary embolism, we may get features of RV dysfunction or myocardial necrosis. Next, let's see about the symptoms of pulmonary embolism. The most common symptom is acute onset of dyspnea. Other symptoms include pleuritic chest pain, cough with hemoptysis and features of right heart failure. How to investigate a case of pulmonary embolism? First we do a chest x-ray which shows a variety of non-specific signs such as Hampton's hump which is pleural blessed opacities Pallas sign which is enlarged right descending pulmonary artery and Westenmark sign which is focal oligemia of right lower lung The chest x-ray is most useful in excluding key differential diagnoses such as, such as pneumonia or pneumothorax The next next investigation is the ECG The most common findings are sinus tachycardia and T wave inversions but larger emboli may cause right heart strain which is revealed by S1 Q3 and T3 pattern ST segment and T wave changes next we do a D dimer test if the test is negative and there is low risk then there is no pulmonary embolism if the test is positive we may have a low risk and high risk group For the high risk group we start the treatment immediately and for the low, low risk people we do CT pulmonary angiogram and a VQ scan. Next let's see about the treatment. Prompt recognition and treatment are life saving. First we start the patient with anticoagulants such as low molecular weight heparin which is given in the dosage 1 mg per kg subcutaneously BD. If the anticoagulant is contraindicated IVC filter is used. If it is a massive pulmonary embolism with extensive clot burden it is an indication for thrombolysis. Thrombolysis is treated by giving altipase. If the emboli is accessible embolectomy can be done. That's all for today friends. This is Lakotark signing off. Thank you.